The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com and WDTZ LPFM 98.1 and He's now presents Mount St. Joseph University basketball. This game is being brought to you by the Wishbone Tavern, Mount St. Joseph University, Bearcat Storage, NYPD Pizza, the Delhi Barbershop, Skyline Chili, Open Box, and Delhi Liquor. And now it's time for Mount St. Joseph University basketball. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Chadwick Gymnasium on the campus of Wabash, Indiana. I am Dave Mitchell, and we have got college basketball for you tonight from Wabash, Indiana, where the Lions will be opening up their 2022-23 season against the Wabash Little Giants. Boy, what a year it was for the Little Giants a year ago as they went into the Final Four up in Fort Wayne in D3 basketball. They were beaten in the semifinals, but still, what a year that the Little Giants had and they are going to look to continue that kind of a season this year. They've lost three-fifths of their starting lineup, but they are bringing back a couple of big players in Amani Jones and Vinny Dusilla. Meanwhile, the Lions come into this game, their opener. They are coming in off of a record last year of 10-15. and 15. They were 6-11 and 11 in the Heartland Conference. And in that Heartland Conference, they did manage to make the playoffs for the first time in three years, but they were defeated by Hanover in the opening round in a very, very close game over at Hanover. Hanover was the number one seed. The Lions went into that one as the last seed getting into the tournament. This one should be an interesting ball game. Both teams are looking to rejuvenate themselves. Wabash in a little bit better position than the Lions are coming into this one. Nonetheless, they are looking to get back into a winning situation. The Lions over the last four years, they have been under 500 with a record of just 26 and 61, and they are 10 and 33 on the road. Last year on the road, though, they did improve it as they started to get a little bit more in tune with what head coach Toby Kerrigan wants them to do. They finished up on the road with a record of four and eight on the season. Wabash leads the all-time series between these two ball clubs. They lead it four to nothing. They've won two here and two at the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, the Lions have a new assistant basketball coach this season. Jalen Goodwin is taking the place of Joel Scudder and comes to the mound from Overland College where he was the assistant from 2018 through last year. He also served as the head coach of the JV team He's a Lakota East High School graduate, a standout player for the Thunderhawks. He was a three-year starter, a two-time All-GMC second-team selection, a two-time All-GMC academic team selection, and a member of the 2010 and 11 district championship team. He continued his basketball success at the College of Worcester, playing under legendary head coach Steve Moore up there, where he was a four-year letter winner for the Scots, they posted a 99-22 and 22 record during his career there, and they played in four consecutive NCAA tournaments. The Lions lost four players off of last year's team. Devin Young, Brady Thomas, Tanner Close, and David Lures all are gone. They are being replaced by Evan Weehy, Willard Cluxton, Dane Gardner, and Jack Kolar, 
all were part-time starters last year, and Cluxton got a majority of the playing time. He is hurt. He just came back a couple of days ago from a sprained ankle. He will see action tonight, but he's not going to start in tonight's game, and I had an opportunity to catch up with Willard and talk to him before tonight's ball game. Willard joining us here before tonight's game with Wabash. What did you do during the summer now to get yourself improved for this season? Uh, we did everything. We got, re we got better shooting. We got better defensively. We're going to come out ready to play every game. You guys have brought in a lot of new freshmen. How do you take those freshmen under your wing and teach them the, the nuances of college basketball? You just got to lead by example, you know. Just go out there and work your hardest every day, and the young ones will follow suit. I know last year the coaches told me that they wanted you to shoot more. Is that kind of in your repertoire for this season? A little bit, a little bit more, I think so. Uh, we got a bunch of shooters now still, so still going to try to dish as much as I can, but definitely going to shoot it when I have to. Do you feel like you're kind of the leader of this team now? I believe so. You we, got, we got a bunch of leaders, but I, I try to be the most. What is this team going to be able, what's their identity going to be this year, Willard? We're going to get after it defensively. We're going to make you work for every bucket. And we're going to be an offensive rebounding team as well. All right, good luck tonight. One more question. What are you majoring in? Business management. Good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Willard Cluxton before tonight's ball game as the Lions getting set to take on the Wabash Little Giants here in Wabash, Indiana. Also back for the Lions is Jack Kolar. Kolar transferred along with Brandon Barber a year ago from Defiance. Both are the only true seniors on the team. Kolar is expected to be the three-point ace on this squad, while Barber will come off the bench and provide stability in the middle. Now, there are several new freshmen that are coming in this year for the Lions, and we'll talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan about those new starters coming up here, or new freshmen, I should say, coming here in just a little bit. That includes 6'7", Luke Collinsworth from Lawrenceburg, Larry Costco, the another big man from McNicholas, Brandon Dangerfield, a 6'2 guard from Deer Park. Nate Kratzer, a 6'5 freshman from Georgetown. Cam Christie from Union. Carson Crozier from Felicity. DeAndre Cowan, a 6'5 forward from Yellow Springs. Kelvin Turner from Lakota West. And Garrett Vanderpool from Erlinger, along with Danny Austin from Taylor High School. We told you at the beginning, the Lions over the last four years have a record of 26 and 61 and only one trip to the conference tournament. Last year was their best season in four years with that record of 10 and 15 on the year. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the Wabash Little Giants. We'll do that after these timeouts. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division III champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, tonight's game is being brought to you by the football sponsors for Mount St. Joseph University. And our thanks to them for allowing us to use their names tonight to bring you this ball game here from Wabash. Wabash, Indiana has a 
boy, a storied story, I guess you could say. They were the NCAA semifinalists last year in Division Three, 2021-22. They were the national champions back in 1982 and 83. They've got a thousand wins in their story history. Mac Petty used to be their head coach. He's their all-time leading coach with 497 wins. Just a quick little personal note. Mac Petty's mother lived next door to me when I was living in Worcester, Ohio, and he would come up every so often to see his mother, of course, and he and I would get into some basketball conversations uh, across the fence, kind of like tool time. But nonetheless, yeah, he was a great guy to talk to. Kyle Brummett is their new coach. Boy, Brummett has had an excellent history as a head basketball coach. They lost three key starters from last year's squad, including 2022 Justin's Trophy winner Jack Davidson and his 25 and a half points per game average. Matter of fact, he's playing in the G League right now. He shot 46% from the field, hit 38.8% from the three-point range. Ed Reese Edmund, or Redmond, excuse me, and Vinny Busilla will split time at the guard position. Redmond scored four and a half points a contest, handed out 32 assists. Bucilla chipped in with 3.3 points per game and gave out 23 assists. That duo combined for 54 steals in 32 games. Sam Comer came off the bench to average 2.4 points per ball game and 2.1 rebounds a game for Wabash last season. Avery Bieber played in 21 games as a reserve. We expect to see a lot of him this afternoon. And Caden Beatty played in 15 games as a freshman in the 2021-22 season. Overall, Wabash has got nine freshmen to join the returning Wabash players for the start of this year. The last time these two teams met was on December 19th last year at the Harrington Center, and the Lions gave Wabash all they wanted and more and ended up losing that ball game by just eight points, 96 to 88. This is the fifth meeting all time between the two clubs. Wabash leads it four to nothing with the Little Giants winning two games here and two games at the Harrington Center. We talked about Kyle Brummett being their head coach. He's in his eighth year here at Wabash. 126 wins, 76 losses. In 16 seasons as a head coach, Brummett, 262 wins and 155 losses. And he took over for Mac Petty, as I said, in 2012. He previously coached at Defiance for six years and then took over this program. And I'll tell you what, you talk about somebody, is it good to, to follow the guy or is it good to follow the guy who follows the guy? Well, Brummett has found out that in his case, it was good to follow the guy in Mac Petty. And Toby Kerrigan in his 11th year as head coach of the Lions. 133 wins, 137 defeats. He's 97-90 in the Heartland Conference. He took over the reins in the 2011-12 season. He's a two-time Heartland Conference Coach of the Year in 2014-15 and 15-16. And, and he's won at least a share of four Heartland Conference regular season championships during his 10-year run. A lot going on around the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. We're going to go over all that and tell you what happened in the Heartland Conference over the last couple of days. We'll do it when we return to Wabash after this. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, 
Baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu msol. Dave Mitchell back here at Chadwick Gymnasium on the campus of Wabash University in Wabash, Indiana. This town used to be a very huge railroad town. Boy, you had all of the railroads going through here, including Wabash. And stories have it that that's the reason that this town was named Wabash, right after the Wabash railroads that used to go through here all of the time. And in through Cincinnati and upwards into Northwest Ohio through the Montpelier and Bryan area. So just an outstanding history in this Wabash, Indiana town. Well, there's a lot going on on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University over the next few days. Most importantly, on Saturday, and we hope to see you all there. Saturday, the Lions are going to be playing at Schuler Field for the Heartland Conference Football Championship and a berth in the D3 National Playoffs. The Lions are unbeaten at 9-0, 6-0 in conference play, and they're going to be entertaining the Rose-Hulman Fighting Engineers. For the second year in a row, these two teams are going to battle in the last game of the season to see who goes to the playoffs and wins the Heartland Conference. Last year, Rose got the best of the Lions back in Terre Haute, Indiana. Now it's on the Lions' turf, and let's see what the Lions can do. Rose is 6-3 overall. They're also 6-0 in the Heartland Conference. Game time for the championship will be Saturday afternoon at 1.30. It's also going to be Senior Day. Hope to see you all out there, 1 o'clock, with the pregame show. Chuck Murray and I will have it for you live from Schuler Field in Cincinnati. We're going to have that all for you here on WDTZ LP FM 98.1 in Delhi and UltimateSportsTalk.com. Our next broadcast game is coming up for you on Friday night in the Lauren Hill Invitational, the Memorial Tournament going on, and we're going to have women's basketball for you. And that'll be the first, or the second game, I should say, for new head coach Macy Elston. The Lions are going to open up their part of the season on the road tonight at Wilmington, and that's going to be the first game under Macy. She came to the mound after a short one-year stint as an assistant coach at Indiana University East. Prior to that, she was an assistant coach for five years at Earlham until being named the interim head coach in February of 2021. Her assistant is going to be Brooke Lyscheck. But the women are going to be playing tonight against, against Wilmington, and then they're going to be at home on Friday at 5 o'clock, and I'll have that game for you starting at 4.30 with the pregame show. So pretty busy weekend for me, folks. Just keep me in your prayers. As far as what happened in the Heartland Conference over the last couple of days on the women's side, let's take a look at what happened. There were no games that happened last night in women's basketball. Tonight, Defiance will be at Kenyon College, and Wittenberg will be at Earlham. Friday night, some other women's basketball. Anderson will be at Covenant. Wittenberg goes to Franklin. Hanover will be at Wheaton. And as I said, Mount St. Joseph at 5 o'clock will be entertaining Case Western Reserve 
University. Well, a couple of coaching changes in the Heartland Conference this year. Rose Holman Institute has named nationally regarded Nick Sales as its next head men's basketball coach. Sales came to Rose Holman after serving as an associate head coach during a run of unprecedented success at Marietta for the past nine years. He served as a key part of the coaching staff that won seven of the last nine OAC regular season championships. They reached seven NCAA Division III tournaments, won three OAC tournament championships, and reached the NCAA Division III Final Four in 2022. Sales takes over for Rusty Lloyd. Lloyd took the job just going out west a few miles at DePauw University. Anderson has also named Carter Collins as the interim head men's basketball coach. Collins is going to serve in that role for the full 2022-23 season. He takes over for Owen Handy and was the assistant coach for the last five years. In men's basketball, coming up last night, there was just one game. Oakland University thumped Defiance 92-27. Matter of fact, they talked about that game today on the Dan Patrick Show because Dan Patrick knew where Defiance is since he's from Dayton. So they talked a lot about that ball game. In other games tonight, DePaul is going to be at Anderson. It will be Manchester at Trine, and Trine is ranked second in the Division Three National Champion National Preseason rankings. And Franklin will be at Maria College. Tomorrow night in men's basketball, just one game, Hanover will be at Spalding. Boy, when you take a look at last year's standings in the Hartley Conference, Hanover finished up and they ran away with the conference with a 15-3 conference record, 21-5 overall. Rose Holman finished in second place. Defiance was third, then Transylvania and Anderson were fourth and fifth. Franklin finished sixth with Earlham finishing seventh. The Mount finished eighth, Manchester ninth, and Bluffton finished up in tenth. But it was Franklin that ended up winning the conference tournament at the end of the year in a squeaker. We're getting set for basketball action here from the Chadwick Gymnasium. We are about 10 minutes away from the tip-off of this ball game. I'm Dave Mitchell. When we come back, we'll talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan. We'll do that when we return right after this. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash ohio. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew, throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new Yacht Rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Dave Mitchell back here at Wabash Gymnasium, Chadwick Gymnasium is what they call it. Nice setting for college basketball. This uh, arena, gymnasium, whatever you want to call it, is probably about 15, maybe 12, 15 years old. It is just a gorgeous, gorgeous facility 
They've got nice bleacher setups. The three-point circle is different. The color is different inside the three-point arc than it is outside the arc. And, of course, they've got the large W with a period right behind it in the center circle here this evening for this ball game. For Wabash, they finished up 28-4 one year ago. They were 16-1 in the tough North Coast Athletic Conference. They beat out such powers as Worcester, Wittenberg, and Ohio Wesleyan. They were 13-2 here at home a year ago. Kyle Brummett in his ninth year, as we told you, he previously coached at Defiance before he took over this program. Wabash, Ohio Wesleyan, and Worcester from the NCAC are all ranked in the Division III Top 25 preseason poll. So that is something that you've got to watch out for. The national rank, ranks, rankings really give the NCAC a lot of respect when they look at them in the national rankings, something that the Heartland really doesn't get. They also give the OAC a lot of respect also as Mount Union is involved in there along with John Carroll and when you look at the women's rankings Baldwin Wallace is right there in the women's rankings in the top 25. For Wabash their next home game is going to be Friday and they're going to be right back here. They'll be playing Washington St. Louis in a big game coming up on Friday night. For the Mount St. Joseph Lions it is business as usual. Toby Kerrigan just loves to play a tough non-conference schedule. He's doing that again this year, opening up with the Little Giants. You can't get any tougher opponent right now than the Wabash Little Giants, and that's who the Lions are going to be sicking their teeth into here tonight, they hope, against the Little Giants. Last year, Toby directed this team to a record of 10 and 15. They were 6 and 11 in the Heartland Conference, and they were 4 and 8 on the road, which was their best road record in the last four years. Now, can the Lions achieve the 500 record and even maybe go further this year? And what kind of identity is this team going to have? Those are the questions right now. And the freshmen, how are they going to produce during this year as it goes along? All those questions are going to be answered by Toby Kerrigan here prior to tonight's ballgame. Toby, back here at Wabash, first of all, is there anything like opening night? <laughs> no. No, we've been, we've been waiting for a while to get back at it. So, But it kind of sneaks, we were just talking about, it sneaks up on you too. You know, you, you get three weeks to prepare and it's time to go. Now, have, have you been able to get everything into the offense and defense that you wanted to in the first three weeks? We, we put in a lot more defensive stuff than offense. I mean, we've got you know, maybe a quarter of our stuff in, but usually it always adds up throughout the year. So we don't have everything in, but we're getting there. What have you seen throughout the, the first few weeks of practice that you have really liked about this team so far? Well, they've been real competitive with each other and get after each other in practice and uh, high-level competition, which, which just makes everybody better. So that's, that's been really good. I know I talked with Willard Cluxton just coming off the floor here a little bit ago. He said that one of the things that they're really going to hang their hats on this year is on the defensive side of the court. I know that's got to make you happy. Yeah, we're, we're trying to be a little bit better defensively and, and trying to get the big stops when we need to get them and, and, and be a little bit better rebounding team. And, and so those are kind of things we've been focusing on. And it'll be a big challenge, obviously, playing a high-powered offense. Your defense is going to get tested right away. You know, they were Final Four last year, but they lost three-fifths of their starting lineup. They still bring back Busillo, their point guard, and Jones. What do you know about those two after seeing them last year? 
Well, Busilla, obviously, he's, he can really shoot the ball. and um, You know, those guys did a great job getting it to him mm-hmm. uh, when, when, when he was open last year. And so uh, we'll have to be there when he catches. There, there can't be any catch and shoot for him uh, tonight. And, of course, Jones can score at every level. Um, you know, he's coming off a little bit of an injury. So, um, but he'll be, I expect him to be ready to rock and roll. I know you, you've always prided yourself on the schedule, and boy, you're starting it out right away with, like I said, a Final Four team. You're not hiding from anybody. No, we, we, we never have and, and never will, so, you know, it's, it's good to get out here and, and, and see where you're at, and, you know, these guys are picked to finish third in a, in a high-powered league, and like you said, they played in the Final Four last year, so uh, we're, we're excited to get it going. Toby, you've got a lot of freshmen on this team. How do you plan on using them, and who's some of the players that we should look out for? Well, Trey Don will be will be starting out at, at, at the point guard position for us tonight. Um, he, he's he's done a great job. He's picked things up really quick, and he's been able to to control the offense. And he gets after it defensively. Um, you know, Danny Austin uh, can really score the ball uh, from right here in Taylor High School, uh, right down the road from us. Matt Manager from Elder, who's been a who's been a really good defensive presence and rebounding presence for us. Uh, those those guys will be out there uh, quite a bit tonight. Well, good luck tonight. Thank you. That is Toby Kerrigan prior to tonight's ball game between Wabash and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. I'll tell you what, the acoustics in this gymnasium are beneficial to the Little Giants pet band, which is across the way from us. Boy, it is hard to hear yourself even think when you got that band going on all along here this evening. Lions are out under the floor along with Wabash as they get set to take on each other in tonight's opening game of the 2022-23 college basketball season. I'm Dave Mitchell. When we come back, we will take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's ball game, and we'll do that when we return after these timeouts. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt, and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Well, very quickly, let's take a look at the NCAA College Basketball Division I scores that are going on so far here tonight. Albany is beating up on Immaculate. As a matter of fact, that's a final score now, 74-47. to 47. In other games that are going to be getting underway this evening, Milwaukee, University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is going to play at Purdue. Ryder will be at Providence. Mercer goes to Eastern Carolina. Montana will be at Duquesne. Rochester goes to Detroit. 
And another action around Division I basketball coming up this evening. It will be South Carolina State taking on South Carolina. And Coppin State plays Georgetown tonight in college basketball, men's college basketball here around the country. Well, the Lions getting set to go into this one. They were 10-15 a year ago, 6-11 in the Heartland Conference. Meanwhile, Wabash 28-4, a national semifinalist, and they were 16-1 in the NCAC. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you back on here tonight on WDTC and UltimateSportsTalk.com. And when we come back, we'll have the starting lineups and the tip-off for tonight's ballgame, and we'll do all that when we come back to Wabash after this timeout. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew, throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, for the first time this year, it's basketball time here in Chadwick at Wabash University at Chadwick Court. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along tonight here on WDTZ for the first time on the college basketball season and, of course, UltimateSportsTalk.com. This one, boy, you could flip a coin. It's it, This should be a good ball game, and we're going to find out a lot about the Lions here this evening. Let's check out the starting lineup for the Lions here tonight. They are going to go with Troy Dunn at one guard here this evening. 
Dunn will be at the point guard, and then Jack Kohler will be at the shooting guard here this evening for Mount St. Joseph University. Dane Gardner will be at another forward. He is a sophomore, 6'4", from Plainfield, Indiana. Trey Dunn, by the way, is from Central Catholic High School in Springfield. Jack Kohler from Morrow High School. He's a senior, 6'2". And Luke Collinsworth will get the start tonight, number 45, sophomore. He's a 6'7", Lawrenceburg, Indiana, East Central High School. And Luke Collinsworth is a big, big boy. Just a sophomore. Now let's check out the starting lineups. First of all, now for the Wabash Little Giants. They will go with at one guard, Vinny Musilla. Musilla was on the starting team a year ago that went to the Final Four. Musilla is a sophomore, 6'3", from Fishers High School in Indiana. Andres Redmond, number 12, will be at the other guard. Redmond, a six-foot junior. It will be Avery Beaver at the third guard. Beaver is a junior, 6'2", 190 pounds from Lafayette. Sam Comer will be a one forward, number 14. Comer is a forward, 6'5", 200 pounds. And Champa Corkle will be at the other guard. They are not going with Brown tonight. McCorkle is a junior freshman 6'5", from Greenwood, Indiana. We are about set to go for this one, and as you can tell, it is loud here this evening in Wabash. It is probably about half full here tonight, but what constitutes all the noise is the fact that it's got a high ceiling, which is mainly constituted of steel, and then you've got the band across the way that takes up a lot of noise. Collinsworth is going to be in the center circle now. And in there also with him will be Chant McCorkle. Lions going from right to left. Collinsworth wins the tip, and we are underway here in Wabash. With it, Gardner. Collinsworth top of the key off the Kohler. Underneath to Dane Gardner, left of the lane. Bumps in, puts it up with the left hand. Good. Dane Gardner. Got the first points of the ball game, and the Lions lead it two to nothing. Into the front court, Lions in that man-to-man -man with the basketball top of the key, Musilla. Musilla gets it underneath to McCorkle. McCorkle puts in an elbow into Collinsworth, knocked away by Collinsworth, picked off the floor by Dunn. Lions come the other way. Dunn up the floor to Gardner on the right side, back to Dunn between the circles. Now to Weehee, left wing to Kohler, goes out to the wing to Collinsworth. He spins to the baseline. Stops, puts it up with the right hand, no good. McCorkle, good defense, and McCorkle got the rebound. Into the front court comes Wabash, top of the key. It is Redmond. Redmond kicks it off into the left-hand corner to McCorkle, put it up, no good. Ball knocked away from Dunn, but Dunn took the rebound away, and he'll bring it up from right to left. Dunn across the timeline to Gardner, left of the circle, now to Kohler, left of the lane to Collinsworth, backing in against McCohler. Or McCorkle spins to the baseline, and he double dribbles with the basketball. Collinsworth did double dribble with it. Looked rather incredulous to the ref, but he did get the ball with both hands as he was spinning to the bucket. That's the first turnover of the ball game against either club. Yusilla has it on the right wing. Yusilla around a pick by McCorkle to the center circle on the left wing to Comer. Comer drives the lane, laid it up, no, but a foul. 
foul will be called on Trey Dunn or on Dane Gardner. Gardner will get the first foul of the ball game. That is his first. So going line right is going to be Sam Comer. Comer. Junior forward, 6'5", from Danville, Indiana. Puts up the first free throw of the ball game of the year. And Candor. That's his first point of the ball game. And the second one is no good in the rebound. Taken down by Dane Gardner. Gardner, his first rebound of the year. Gets it up the floor into the front court. And it goes to Weehe. Right in the lane to Collinsworth. Collinsworth trying to dribble into the lane. Put up the shot up and in with the right hand. Boy, Collinsworth, he's going to be tough to stop, folks. He's 6'7", about 280 pounds if he's 200 anything. With it on the left-hand side, Bucilla drives around a pick, gets it down to Comer, onto the right baseline, back out front to Kohler. Kohler with the basketball, now gets the top of the key. Comer down on the right-hand side to Avery Beaver. Beaver gets it down on the left-hand side to McCorkle, put it up no good. Rebound Lions, here comes Weehe, the other direction, down to the right baseline. Backing in, top of the key, Collinsworth, top of the key, three, no off the back iron. Rebound taken down by Comer. Comer will bring it across from left to right to the top of the key. Bounce pass underneath, and a nice backdoor play to Jim McCorkle laid it up and in. Four to three, Lions lead it with 17-24 left to go in this first half. On the left-hand side, Kohler. Kohler left wing, now gets it to Dane Gardner. Left baseline up for the wing, left of the lane. Backing in, got the ball knocked free, picked it up, and a foul is going to be called on the play. And immediately Sam Kohler barked at the official, and the official went right up and told him what he had done, and that he didn't want to hear any more of that. So that'll take care of that, at least for the time being. 17-13 left to go in the first half. Lions have it left to their own bucket. Top of the key, done for three. Off the back iron, nope. And the rebound taken down by Busilla. He'll bring it the other way to Redmond. Redmond bounce pass underneath. Homer layered up and in. Homer's got three. And Wabash has taken the lead for the first time tonight at five to four. Top of the key, Collinsworth. Collinsworth goes left side to Kohler. Now left wing, it goes just inside the arc to Gardner. Dribbles into the left elbow. Now back on the left side of the lane. Put in an elbow, laid it up with the left hand. Got it. Boy, when Gardner gets that close to the bucket, again, like we said last year, he's going to be tough to stop. 16-29 left to go in the half. Lions lead it now 6-5. Man-to-man defense. Busilla off the Comer right wing, down to Beatty. He throws up the shot, rattled it in. That was Redmond, excuse me. Redmond with the three. And Wabash has regained the lead at 8-6. Dunn will bring it across, guarded by Beatty. Now gets it off on the right side to Gardner, top of the key, Kohler. Kohler right wing to Dunn. Dunn bounce pass underneath to Kohler. Got it back, though. Got it knocked away, and then got it back. Got to Collinsworth for three. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Wabash. Bringing it the other way is Redmond. Redmond off to Bucilla, dribbles into the line, and then threw it right away, right over to me. I would have popped the shot had I caught the ball cleanly, but it didn't get over the computer to me, so I couldn't put the shot up. 8-6 Wabash on top of it. 
And we've got substitutions coming in now for the Lions. Alex Totten, who just followed me on Twitter today, is into the ball game. Totten in. Dunn gets it off to Alex. Alex goes over on the left-hand side to Kohler. Top of the key, Collinsworth. Collinsworth back over to Kohler. Hook pass on the left wing. It goes to Totten. Totten bounce pass underneath to Collinsworth. Left of the lane. Collinsworth working inside against McCorkle. Put it up with the right hand. Good on the left-hand side. Collinsworth with four. Lions have tied up the ball game at eight apiece. 15-16 to go in the half. Coming into the ball game at the next whistle will be Matthew Menninger for the Lions. Another one of the freshmen. With the top of the keys, Busilla on the right wing, Redmond. Redmond drives the lane, laid it up with the right hand on the left side, good. Redmond's got five. And again, Wabash with a two-point lead at 10 to 8. 14.55 to go in the first half. Kohler, bounce pass Collinsworth. Collinsworth with the right hand, now gets it off to Kohler. Back top of the key to Collinsworth with one dribble. Over to Totten. Totten, Totten is going to be hooked and fouled on the play. And that's going to lead to the first media timeout of the ballgame. 14.42 left to go in this first half. Your score, Wabash 10, the Mount 8 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and nypdpizza.com. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike, and wishbonetavern.com. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and bearcatstorage.com. Well, thank you for joining us here this evening on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Lions down by two at 10 to eight, but this has been pretty much what we expected early on in this ballgame. Both teams trying to find an identity, and the Lions are trying to beat the ball down low to Luke Collinsworth. Matthew Menninger is into the ballgame, number 15, a 6-5 forward. He's a freshman, checking in from Cleves. He's from Elder High School. Menninger is in, and sitting down is Collinsworth. Willard Cluxton is into the ballgame. Cluxton checks in. He had a sprained ankle, as we told you earlier this week. But he did not get the start, but he is in now. Putting it in play will be Kohler. Inbounds it to Cluxton. Cluxton is going to have his hands on the basketball. Dribbles right wing. Picks it up. Spins to his right. Bounce pass on the right side. It goes to Menninger. Menninger backs up right of the elbow. Out front to Kohler. Long three by Jack. No good. Rebound knocked around. Comes down into the hands of Redmond. Redmond will bring it up on the run up the left-hand side into the front court top of the key to the right elbow. And it goes back outside to a new player who's in. Styles McCorkle, the sophomore. On left-hand side, baseline put up with the left hand up and in. That is Imani Jones. Jones got his first two, and it's the biggest lead by either team so far at four, 12 to eight. Kohler left wing. Kohler stops top of the key with the dribble, spins, tried to get it off the way, stolen away by Bicilla. He'll go in, lay it up and in. Lions with a key turnover there, gave away two points. 
and it's 14-8 Wabash as the Little Giants have ratcheted up the defense here. Totten in the front court off to Kohler between the circles. Near the center circle, bounce pass right wing to Menninger. Now top of the key to Kohler again. Hands it off to Cluxton. Cluxton with it. Lions are going to go with a whole new lineup at the next buzzer. Left side, Totten for three. Got it! Alex Totten with his first three. Lions have cut it to three at 14 to 11. Redmond's going to come up into the front court. Redmond and Isilla running the backcourt. Isilla around a pick to the right wing. Isilla picks up the basketball. Now top of the key to McCorkle. McCorkle hands it back off on the left-hand side to Redmond. He's going to drive the lane. Walk with it, no call. Down into the corner, driving Isilla. Kicks it off left corner to McCorkle for three. McCorkle got his first three of the night. And it's a 17 to 11 lead for Wabash. Left wing, Totten. Totten with 12.40 to go in the first half. Dishes it off to Manager. Manager left of the lane, looking down underneath. Can't find anyone. Bounce pass into the lane to Totten. Left hand layup, layered up and in. Totten's got five instant offense off the bench. Lions down by three. They needed an answer there. 17-13. 12-20 to go in the half. Redmond around a pick by Styles McCorkle. Top of the key three. Hit the front iron. Nope. And the rebound on a nice box out taken down by Adrian Adana. Manager. Manager gets it off to Cluxton. Cluxton's going to drive the lane. It gets it blocked away. And it goes into the hands of Wabash. Redmond brings it up the floor. Redmond crossover dribble. Right elbow. Back out front. And it goes to... For Wabash to Shippert. Gavin Shippert into the ballgame. Shippert left of the lane, spins into the lane, and he drug his pivot foot and walked. That's the first turnover of the ballgame. Committed by Wabash. Into the contest now. Boy, wholesale substitutions for the Lions. Nate Kratzer is into the ballgame. Kratzer is 6'5", freshman from Georgetown High School. Dane Gardner's back in. Trey Dunn is back in. So Kratzer's in and also Kelvin Turner, freshman guard from Lakota West High School. With the basketball driving the lane, putting it up on the left side is Kratzer put it up and it was blocked by McCorkle and out of bounds. As usual, the first few games, I've got to get used to these players, especially when they've got so many that have come in as a freshman this year. With it, top of the circle, Kratzer gets it off to Dunn. Dunn's going to drive right in the lane, put it up in the left hand, spinning into the lane, got it. Trey Dunn, his first two. Lions down by two now, 17-15. Bringing it across the timeline is Caden Beatty. Beatty into the ballgame, a 5'10", 165-pound freshman. Kicks it off on the left-hand side to McCorkle. Put it up, no tipped up and in, though, by Styles McCorkle. Styles McCorkle has got five, and it's a four-point Wabash lead, 11 minutes to go in the half. With the Gardner. Gardner looked to go left, then went right. Off to Trey Dunn, left sideline. Top of the key to Manager. Manager hands it off to Dunn. He's going to drive the lane, spun inside, lost the handle, but it was last touched by Wabash. I think there'd be a million timeout here, but they're not going to have it. Now, Cluxton is coming out of the ball game and checking into the contest is Danny Austin. Austin, a 6'1 freshman from Taylor High School. 
Dunn with it. Dunn top of the circle with the left hand dribble. Dribbles down to the left baseline. Four on the shot clock into the lane. He's got to force it up, put it up, got it! Boy, Dunn had to throw that up off the glass and it went down and the Lions are down by two again at 19-17. Into the front court. Wabash gets it off to Styles McCorkle. He'll drive the lane. Hook pass. Nice pass underneath on the play to Sam Fulmer laid it up and in. Boy, what a find by McCorkle. 21-17. Coming the other way is done. Hands it off to Austin. Austin now gets it down on the right of the lane to Kratzer. Kratzer back out front. It goes to Austin. Put it up and in. Check that. That's Kelvin Turner. Turner with the three, and the Lions are down by one. That's his first three in his college career. 21-20 with it on the right side. Hook pass underneath on a nice feed underneath the McCorkle. To the champ McCorkle laid it up and in. Champ McCorkle with four, and the Lions are down by three again with 9.35 to go. Top of the circle for the Lions is Beaver. Beaver with it. Check that. Austin. Austin now top of the key. Goes to Kratzer. Kratzer on the right side. Gardner down into the right corner. Kratzer's going to drive the lane. Reverse layup. Got it. He threw that up on a reverse layup, and he was falling down when he did it. That's his first two. Lions down by one. And then coming back the other way is Champ McCorkle, and he laid it up and in. And again, Wabash is ahead by three. It's just back and forth between one point and three points. Dunn, right wing. Dunn, right of the lane, lost the handle. It goes out of bounds. And the turnover gives it back to Wabash. And the Little Giants are going to use a timeout. And we will also. 8.50 to go in the first half. Your score, Wabash 25, Mount St. Joseph 22 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and delhibarbers.com. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. Well, it is time for college basketball once again in this crazy, crazy world. Chadwick Court is the site right now for the opening game of the 22-23 season. I'm glad to be bringing in these ball games once again here on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Lions are going to break the huddle next to Toby Kerrigan. We will also be talking with Toby after each and every game, so stay tuned for that on our postgame show. Gardner's into the ballgame. Collinsworth is back in for the Lions. Danny Austin stays in along with Kelvin Turner and Trey Dunn. Champ McCorkle, Skiles McCorkle into the ballgame. Busilla, Redmond back into the contest. 
and Wabash has the basketball ahead by three. Coming the other way, Turner knocked the ball away from Redmond, but he got it back and gets it over on the left-hand side. Avery Beaver. Beaver now back to Redmond. On the right wing, it goes to Caden Beatty. Beatty with it now, looking in, trying to get around Turner. Kicks it back outside. Redmond, long three, left wing guy. Redmond, his second three, he's got eight. And again, it's a six-point deficit, 28-22. Inbounds pass as Wabash now showing some full-court pressure. Got knocked away. Now it's a spot out for Gardner to the right of the bucket on the back baseline. Gardner is going to put it in play, does to Dunn. And then the press drops off, and it will be just Redmond guarding Dunn, bringing it up. Gets it off to Turner. Turner with the right hand, now left hand. Gets it off to Collinsworth, bobbled the ball, but got it back out near the timeline. Hands it back off to Turner, and a reach-in foul is going to be called on Beatty. So Beatty with his first personal foul. And that is the third team foul on Wabash here in this first half. Inbounds pass from center court. Gets it off to Dunn, now to Gardner, right elbow. Gardner spins right of the lane, backing in. Trying to find it against McCorkle. Follow a five-footer, got it. Gardner has got a plethora of moves down low when he gets that close, and he is nearly impossible to stop. 28-24, Wabash. Beatty will bring it into the front court. Beatty with the basketball. Bounce pass underneath to McCorkle. Laid it up and in. Champ McCorkle got the bucket. He has got seven, and it's 30 to 24. Again, a six-point lead. Done. Hook pass to Collinsworth. Throws it up left of the lane. Put it up too hard. And the rebound, Redmond. Up the floor on the run comes Wabash. Back out, Redmond. Long three. Nope, off the side iron. Rebound taken down by Comer. Put her up too hard, but a foul is going to be called. So a foul will be called. With 7.05 to go in this first half. Largest lead of the ballgame so far has been seven, or six, excuse me. And Comer's going to go line right, trying to extend that lead to seven, and misses it off the side iron, no good. Now checking in, Amani Jones back into the ballgame, leaving McCorkle. Totten is back in, leaving Gardner for the mound. Evan Weehe's back, and leaving is Kelvin Turner. Lions are going deep onto the bench tonight. Of course, they brought in a lot of freshmen, and you know Toby Kerrigan would like to see just what these freshmen can do under fire. Second one short, rebound Collinsworth. Collinsworth grabs the basketball and gets it up the floor to Dunn up the left side right in front of us. Crossover dribble, top of the key. Bounce pass Collinsworth, left of the lane. Double teamed in the lane, turn around right hand, hook shot, got it. Luke Collinsworth with six, Lions down by four. 6.45 remaining in the first half. With it is Comer, inside the center circle. Bounce pass to Silla. down on the left baseline for three. Scoring it is Avery Beaver. Beaver with his first. Wabash with their biggest lead of seven. 
Lions will put it in play on the baseline. Weehy puts it in play to Collinsworth, left wing down to Dunn. Dunn, double teamed as Wabash in the man-to-man. -man. Bounce pass underneath. It goes on the right-hand side to Danny Austin, and he put it up ahead. Austin with his first bucket of the night. And the Lions are down by five. 33-28 Redmond, top of the key to Brown. Back out to Redmond for three, hit the front iron. No good box out by the Lions. Totten grabbed the rebound. Off to Dunn. Dunn with just under six minutes to go in this first half. Drives inside the lane. Bounce pass Collinsworth. Left wing. Spins to the baseline. Back into the lane. Right hand hook. Start back. Collinsworth with eight. 33-30. The freshman has come in and made himself unstoppable so far in this first half. Top of the key, Bucilla. Right hand dribble. Right wing it goes to Beatty. Beatty with the basketball. Back outside, Bucilla drives left of the lane. Kicks it over on the right side to Beaver. Beaver with his second three. Makes it 36-30, 5.15 to go in the half. Between the circles, Totten. Bounce pass, Collinsworth, right elbow. Collinsworth with the left hand dribble, bounce pass. Nice backdoor feed to Totten, laid it up and in. Totten has got seven. And the Lions are down again by four at 36-32. Into the front court, Wabash, Redmond, drives all the way, kicks it off on the right baseline. Silla got the bucket, 39-32. Wabash equals their biggest lead of the night. Weehee with it right of the lane. Now gets it off to Collinsworth. Back to Weehee, right wing. Bounce pass Collinsworth. Collinsworth as they overload the left side. Spins put it up, got partially blocked from behind by Redmond as he came over from the weak side. To Silla, back over to Redmond, left wing. Top of the key, Brown. He's going to drive the lane, lay it up. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division III champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Well, the Lions are being led in scoring here tonight by Collinsworth. Collinsworth has got eight points on four of nine from the field. Alex Cotton off the bench with seven points. He's hit all three of his shots. And Dean Gardner has six. 
Leading the way for Wabash with eight is Champ McCorkle and Redmond. They both have eight in the ballgame. Lions are shooting 62.5% from the field. They are shooting 28.6% from three-point range, while Wabash right now is shooting 71% from the field and 55% from three-point range. Bringing it back up into the ballgame is Willard Cluxton. Cluxton kicks it off to Kohler. Kohler now over to Weehee, top of the circle. Bounce pass, top of the circle, out at the three-point arc to Collinsworth, trying to get a bounce pass to Weehee, and a reach-in foul is going to be called on the play. And that's going to be on Stiles and Corporal. So Stiles picks up his first person. Check out, that's his second, excuse me. And the Lions will have it out. It's only the 14th foul against Wabash. They inbound the basketball to Cluxton. Willard playing with that sprained ankle, has the top of the circle. Right wing Weehee. Weehee drives inside the lane, pops it from seven. Nobody's fouled on the shot, and he'll go to the line. So Weehee will go line left. He was in the act of shooting. Weehee was one of the best free throw shooters for the Lions a year ago. 41-32, Lions down by nine, 3.50 remaining. Weehee line left. He is scoreless tonight. The sophomore put it up, and it's no good. Weehee's one of those hybrids. He's a senior as a student, and you can call him a sophomore junior as an athlete. Second one by Weehee, got it. Evan with his first point of the ballgame. Lions down by eight, 41-33. Now the Lions go with a 2-1-2 full court zone press. Musilla up the floor, goes off to Beatty, back outside Musilla, and Wabash will set up the offense. On the left wing, it goes back to Beatty. He'll drive inside the lane, bounce pass underneath Musilla, lays up and Musilla's got five, and it's a 10-point Wabash lead, 43-33. Handing it off, Kohler. Out near the timeline, Kohler picked up the dribble, gets a bounce pass to Cluxton, double team, and we've got a jump ball, and it's going to go back to Wabash. So Wabash will get it on the alternating possession. They lead it by 10, 43-33. 3.18 left to go in this first half. Opening game of the season. Back into the ballgame now for the Lions is Menninger. Menninger comes in scoreless in the contest. With the basketball, McCorkle spins in against Chad McCorkle. Checking into the ballgame at the next dead ball will be Kratzer. With the ball is Weehee, top of the circle. Weehee dropped the handle, now gets it back. Goes over on the left-hand side to Manager. Top of the key, Weehee drives right in the lane, all the way to the hole. Got it blocked out of bounds by Musilla. Right now, Wabash is showing just how athletic they are at the guard position. Weehee will put the ball in play. Does to Kratzer in the right corner who just came in. Back out to Cluxton. 
the shot clock. And it goes to Kohler. He's got to force up a three. It is no good in a three-point violation. Shooting clock violation will be called on the Lions. Lions down with four turnovers in the ballgame compared to just two for Wabash. Bringing it across will be Comer. Comer with the basketball back out top of the circle. The Beaver, he'll drive right of the lane. Stop against Menninger. Got the ball knocked free. Ball loose to the floor. Beatty got it back over to Comer right wing. Back over to Beatty for the three. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Kratzer. Off to, to Cluxton. He'll bring it up the right side. Willard with it right of the lane. Top of the key. On the left-hand side, Menninger. Now it goes to Weehy. Left of the lane, Kratzer. Backing in. Into the lane. Kratzer lost the handle. Stolen away by Redmond. Here comes Monbash on the other direction. They get it off to Corkle. Let it up Corkle's got 11. And it's 47-33. Wabash with the lead. They have taken control from the 10-minute mark on. With it, top of the key, Kratzer. Top side to Weehy. Bounce pass back to Kratzer. He kicked it off his knee. And it goes out of bounds. Back to Wabash. So Wabash will have it back. Lions will drop off the full court press. A minute 31 to go in this first half of action. Lions are down on the scoreboard with a minute 20 to go. 47-33. Beatty on the right wing, excuse me, Jones. Got it off to McCorkle, laid it up to the That was Comer. with his seventh point, and it's a 16-point lead. Coming the other way, Cluxton. Left wing now to Kohler. Bounce pass to Kratzer, right elbow. Kratzer, one dribble to inside the circle. Now back out front to Cluxton. Bounce pass left baseline, Kratzer from 15, no good. And the rebound taken down by Jones. Lost the handle, picks it back up off to Redmond. Here come the Little Giants. Redmond with it, top of the key, crossover to the right side. Now back out top side. He'll go back into the lane. Gets bumped back over to Beatty. Beatty kicks it back to Redmond. Left wing for the three. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike, and SkylineChili.com. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and BearcatStorage.com. Well, that was just a 30-second timeout taken by the Lions. They are down 52-33 to in the opening game of the season. We'll be back in action on Saturday night against Muskingum, 8 o'clock, in the Lauren Hill Tip-Off Classic. And then they'll be playing again on Sunday afternoon. We will definitely have the Sunday afternoon game for you here on the radio network. 
Inbounds, Trey Dunn's back into the ballgame. Dunn, Lions can work the clock down to nothing. Dunn with it, back outside. They can take the last shot. Dunn with the right-hand dribble. Dunn in the center circle. Bounce past the manager. Manager hands it off to Weehee. Eight seconds. Weehee's going to drive the lane. Stop. Fall away. 14-footer. Got it. Weehee with three. Lions needed that, and that'll do it for the first half of action here from Wabash, where the Lions now are down by 17 going into the half. The score being Wabash 52 and the Lions 35. And the Lions are going to have to find a way to pick up some scoring quick and often. And they will have to do it from the defensive end of the floor. So, you're scoring at the half here for Wabash, Indiana. Crawfordsville, Indiana, I should say. 52-35. Wabash leading it over the mound. And we'll be back to take a look at first half stats when we come back after this. Action. Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences. You know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say and, and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others. And so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative. It's offensive to gay people. And you're better than that. When it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way. And I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are because we're not here to judge. And I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in the kindergarten, first, second grade. And it starts with the NBA because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you. And if they see how you're acting towards this, uh, it definitely will sway a lot of people. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an eSports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu slash admissions. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Lasts a lifetime. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mount's School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Well, we are back here at Chadwick Court, home of the Chadwick Crazies, as they say that across the way. About half filled here tonight in the opening game of the 2022-23 season. Don't forget this Saturday, coming up at Schuler Field, it's the Heartland Conference Championship game. Winner takes all the conference championship, and they will go to the NCAA Division III playoffs starting a week from Saturday. And you can join Chuck Murray and I with all the action on the radio network coming up at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon from Schuler Field. Rose and the Mount both tied at 6-0. And, oh, 
and the championship is on the line. 1.30 kickoff. Hope to see you all there. We want to see all blue and gold at Schuler Field on Saturday and a lot of tailgaters. I want to see a lot of tailgaters as I'm driving in to do this game on Saturday. Here's a look at the NCAA basketball scoreboard for tonight. Purdue right now is leading Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 39 to 20. It is Ryder at halftime over Providence, 40 to 30. Mercer over Eastern Carolina, 7:05 remaining to go in the first half of action, 29 to 19. It is Duquesne over Montana, 35 to 15. Just under seven minutes left in that one. Rochester is falling to Detroit, 31 to 18. That's with 6:26 left to go in the first half. Sacred Heart is beating Hartford right now. Three minutes left in the half by a score of 33 to 29. Elsewhere in D1 college basketball, it is South Carolina over South Carolina State. 29-25. That is with just under five minutes left in the first half. And that is a look at what's going on so far. It will be Coppin State playing Georgetown. That game's going to tip off at about 8.30 here this evening. Take a look at the NBA scoreboard for tonight, and I'm going to tell you right now that there is nothing. Why is there nothing in the NBA? Because the NBA called off today so that everybody could go vote, and they were helping in their communities, taking people to the polls to help them vote today. The players were doing that, and the front office staff. So the NBA is off tonight. They'll be back in action tomorrow night. And here's a look at the games for tomorrow night in the NBA. Dallas will be at Orlando. Denver goes to Indiana. Portland at Charlotte. Detroit will be at Boston. Houston will be in Toronto. New York is at Brooklyn. It is Utah at Atlanta. Memphis will be in San Antonio. Milwaukee at OKC. New Orleans goes to, New Orleans goes to Chicago. Phoenix will be at Minnesota. Cleveland will be at Sacramento tomorrow night, and the LA Lakers will technically be on the road, even though it's still in the Staples Center, and they will be playing the LA Clippers. Boy, the, what a job the Cavaliers have been doing this year. I'm excited about my Cavaliers this season, and my namesake, Donovan Mitchell. 52-35, the Lions are down on the scoreboard in this one, and I can tell you just one thing right now. The scoreboard looks even, but where they Wabash is taking advantage of the Lions so far in this ballgame is points off turnovers. Wabash has 12 compared to just four for the Lions. 52-35 Wabash. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to take a look further at the first half stats after this timeout. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, OpenBoxOutlet.com. Okay, well, here's the stats in the first half of action. Wabash is shooting 73% from the field on 22 of 30. The Lions 59% on 16 of 27. So Wabash has put up just three more shots, but they've hit six more. From 
three-point arc. Wabash 54% on 7 of 13. The Lions 29% on 2 of 7. So Wabash has put up six more threes and hit five more threes. From the free throw line, it's the only thing Wabash hasn't done right tonight. They're one of four from the line for 25%. The Lions one of two from the stripe for 50%. Lions have committed seven turnovers, leading to 12 points for Wabash. Wabash just two turnovers, leading to just four points for the Lions. Rebounding, the Lions aren't doing bad. Wabash 11, the Lions 10 in total rebounds. Defensive rebounds, Wabash 9, the Mount 8. Offensive rebounds even up at 2-2. Two two. The Lions, of course, they've played a lot more players off of the bench, are leading in bench scoring 14-9. Points in the paint, pretty much even again. 28-26, Wabash just a two-point advantage on points in the paint. Fast break points, Lions have not had any, while Wabash has had four. Wabash has blocked three shots, stole the ball three times, and dished out 15 assists. The Lions, no fast break points, no block shots, no steals, and just five assists in this contest. The game's been tied just once in the ballgame. Taking a look at the individual scoring in tonight's game, let's take a look at the Mount St. Joseph Lions. And right now, they are being led by Collinsworth. Luke has got eight points, four of nine from the field, 0 of two for three-point range. He has not been to the line, he's trapped one rebound and had one assist in the first half of action. Seven points to Alex Totten. Totten three of three from the field, one of one from three-point range. He has not been to the line, he's grabbed one rebound in the contest. Six points to Dane Gardner on three of three from the field. Two rebounds, two personal fouls for Dane. Also, for the Lions, Dunn is two for three from the field from the point guard position. O of one for three-point range. He's also got two rebounds and kicked out an assist. He has not been to the free throw line and not committed a foul in this ballgame. Evan Weehy, three points in the ballgame, one of three from the field. O of one from three-point range, one of two from the free throw line. Also, Turner, three-pointer. He's got three points in the ballgame. Austin has got two points on one of one from the field. Kratzer, two points in the ballgame on one of two from the field in the contest. Lions, just ten rebounds, five assists, and two personal fouls in the first half. For Wabash individually, they're being led by Chan McCorkle. McCorkle, seven of nine from the field. He's got one rebound in the contest. Has not shot a three-pointer. And he has not shot a free throw in the ballgame. Edmund Redman, and, and Reese Redman, excuse me, has got 11 points, so they are the only two players in double figures here tonight. Redman, 4 of 6 from the field, 3 of 5 from three-point range. And Redman has also got three rebounds, three assists, no fouls in the first half of action. Seven points to Vinny Busilla. He was 3 of 4 from the field, 1 of 2 from three-point range. He's got a rebound, four assists, and one personal foul in the contest. Bieber, six points in the ball game, two of three from the field, two of three from three-point range, one rebound, one assist in the contest. Comer, five points, two of three from the field, all of one from three-point range, one of four from the line. He's also grabbed two rebounds, dished out two assists, has one personal foul. Styles McCorkle, five points, two of two from the field, one of one from the long three-point range. He has not been to the line, 
had one rebound, one assist, and two personal fouls. And Amani Jones did not start in the ball game. He had four points, two of three from the field, all of one from three-point range. Did not shoot a free throw, had two rebounds in the contest. Shepard played, so did Beatty. Neither one scored, but Beatty dished out four assists in the first half. 11 rebounds for Wabash, 15 assists in the first half, and five personal fouls. 52-35, Lions down by 17. We'll be back with seven second half action coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue and delhibarbers.com. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said, you're the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, the Lions are down on the scoreboard, 52-35, down by 17. Their largest lead in this ballgame has been 19 by Wabash. At the 10-minute mark of the first half, they really turned things on and boosted their lead, which had been fluctuating back and forth between 3 and 6 throughout the first 10 minutes, and then they just kept bumping it up and bumping it up. Good defense. They ratcheted up the defense in the last 10 minutes of that first half, and that really started bothering the Lions. Of course, you would figure would, because this is a team mainly of a lot of players that didn't see a lot of playing time a year ago, with the exception of Kohler, Gardner, and Weehe. And the remaining bunch of players on this team are freshmen. And I leave Cluxton out of that mix because he only played a few minutes in the first half of action due to that sprained ankle. Lions will be going from left to right now across your computer and radio dial. Down on the scoreboard. 52 to 35. As they are still huddled around 
head coach Toby Kerrigan. I am located on the scorer's table right at the very end next to the Lions bench here this evening. Don't forget the Lions will be back in action Saturday night at 8 o'clock against Muskingum. Comer comes out onto the floor for Wabash along with McCorkle. Beaver is going to start the second half along with Redmond and Bucilla. Lions in their dark blue uniforms, gold numerals and trim. Kohler will have the basketball to inbound and he's on the floor with Collinsworth, Dunn, Weedy and Gardner. Kohler will go into the backcourt, dish it off to Dunn and we are underway second half action. Dunn bounce pass goes to Gardner, Wabash starts out in the man-to-man. -man. Gardner right of the lane, backing down inside the lane with a left hand dribble. Looks to spin, now spins into the lane. Got the ball knocked free, they saw that coming. Came over from the weak side and knocked it away. Up the floor, McCorkle. McCorkle laid it up, won't go, and a blocking foul will be called on Dane Gardner. Gardner picks up his second personal. We have played 21 seconds of this first half. Gardner picks up, excuse me, his third personal foul. And going line left will be McCorkle. Styles McCorkle with 11 points, puts that one up, and it falls in. Second one by McCorkle is good again. And he has got 16. And it's 54-35. With it is Dunn, left of the lane. Dunn gets it off to Collinsworth, top of the key. Three, got it! Collinsworth showing some range. He's got 11. 54-38 and Toby Kerrigan exhorting his defense now. With it on the right side, it goes to Comer. Top of the key, Beatty. He's going to shoot the three. Rimmed it in and out. No good. Rebound, Weed. Gets it off to Dunn. Dunn on the run. Bounce pass underneath to Gardner. Gardner, low block on the right side. Got the ball knocked away from behind. Picked off the floor by Wabash. McCorkle up the floor. Beatty now gets it off to Comer. Laid it up. No. And we're going to have another blocking foul called against the Lions. Toby Kerrigan wants the foul down here on the other end with 18.57 to go. And that's going to be the foul called on the Lions. And that'll be against Trey Dunn, his first. So going line left will be Comer. Comer with seven. Put that one up and in. Comer has eight points. Check at six points in the ball game. Puts the second one up. Good again. Now Comer with seven points in the ball game. 56-38, 18-point lead by Wabash. Left side Kohler on the back door to Gardner. Left block spins under the baseline. Off to Dunn for the three right corner. Got it! And he's fouled as he was knocked down by Beatty. Dunn has got seven. And he'll be shooting to complete the four-point play, making it a 15-point lead. 18-42 remaining. Fifty-six forty-one. Jack Kohler over talking to Lions head coach Toby Kerrigan along with Dane Gardner trying to get their assignments situated. Dunn line right. 
Left-hander puts it up, and it is good. So Dunn has got eight in the ball game. And the Lions go with full court pressure down by 14. Redmond in the backcourt. Redmond has handled the ball almost exclusively for Wabash. He's going to drive right of the lane, put up the shot, no. And a foul is going to be called on Collinsworth. Collinsworth actually had good position. Now they're going to call the ball on the drive on Trey Dunn. So Dunn reached in. Collinsworth had good defensive position, but he put in a little mini jump at the end and probably would have been called for the foul had Dunn not been whistled for it before. And Redmond misses the free throw. Redmond has got 11. He's 0 for 1 from the stripe now. 56-42, 18 and a half remaining in the game. Second one by Redmond, line left, got it. Redmond has 12. And the Lions are down by 15 again, 57-42. Dunn almost carried the ball, gets it off top of the key to Collinsworth. Collinsworth looks on the back door, gets it to Dunn, he'll stop left of the lane, fall away five footer in the lane, got it. Trey Dunn with 10. Lions up, down by 13, 57-44. Now done the second player in double figures for the Lions next to Collinsworth. Comer put it up in front of Collinsworth. Got the shot blocked by Gain. Pulled out of the air by McCorkle. He'll put it up again. No good. Rebound done. Done. Will dribble it up the floor. Down by 13. Gets it up to Dane Gardner. Gardner right of the lane. Now out to the three-point arc. Back out front. Done. Done with 20 on the shot clock. Now around a pick by Collinsworth. Left of the lane. Collinsworth looking to go down low. Gets it on the low block. Stops. Right hand hook shot. Good. Collinsworth with 13. Lions down by 11. 57-46. 17-25 left. Comer right of the front court. Dribbles right sideline outside the arc. Top of the key, Busilla. Busilla with a left-hand dribble around a pick off to Redmond. Down to Busilla, left wing. Busilla to the free throw line, top of the key. Now backs it out. Nine on the shot clock. Busilla, long three, left of the circle. No. Rebound, Collinsworth. Lions can cut it to single digits. Done with it, up the floor. It goes to Weehee. Bounce pass, Gardner. Gardner right of the lane, down to the baseline. Now up to the wing. Gardner backing into the lane. Down, down, down to the low block. Lost the handle, got it knocked away. 16 on the shot clock. Out front to Dunn. Dunn, bounce pass Collinsworth. 10 on the clock. Collinsworth, left wing. It goes to Gardner. Underneath to Collinsworth. Kicks it back outside Weehee. Right corner three. Missed everything. And the rebound taken down by McCorkle. Lions needed a better offensive possession there. McCorkle all the way to the hole. Laid it up and in. Nine in the ballgame for Comer. 59-46, and the ball gets knocked away and out of bounds. Toby Kerrigan with the basketball, 16-19. Weehee out, Gardner out. Back into the ballgame for the Lions, Kelvin Turner. Kohler stays in, so does Collinsworth. Gardner's going to stay into the ballgame. Trey Dunn stays in, so the only man in is Butler. With it on the right, or Turner, excuse me. Busilla with it, 
top of the circle, right wing to Jones. He's going to drive the lane, kick it out left wing. It goes to Redmond for the three. Boy, they can't shoot the basketball. And they find the open man. 62-46-15-47 remaining. But Turner got the ball knocked free into the backcourt. Turner has to go pick it up and he'll bring it back up the floor. Turner, behind the back dribble into the front court across the timeline. Turner, behind the back dribble again, around a pick by Collinsworth. Five on the shot clock, kicks it back outside, now to Dunn. Dunn's gotta create something. Stops, throws up a three, missed it. Rebound just barely hit the rim. Off to Comer, Comer two on one, all the way to the hole later up there. Comer with 11, 64-46. Lions down again by 18. Dunn had the ball stolen away from it. And Dunn lost it out of bounds. It'll go back to Wabash. Lions are just falling apart here in the second part of this second half. Dunn will leave. And coming in, Willard Cluxton. Lions in the man-to-man, and Wabash will put it in underneath their own bucket with 15.05 remaining. Homer will inbound it. Does top of the circle. And it goes to Busilla. Left baseline, Redmond for the three. Missed that one. And the rebound taken down by Jack Kohler. Up the floor to Cluxton. Cluxton into the front court between the circles. Right hand dribble. Kicks it off to Kohler. Bounce pass right of the lane to Collinsworth. Collinsworth on the low block into the lane. Put it over the right hand. No, but a foul is going to be called underneath as McCorkle just couldn't do anything. Collinsworth had inside position, and all McCorkle could do was reach in and try to commit the foul, and he did. 14.45 left to go in this ballgame. Your score, it is now Wabash 64, the Lions 46 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, OpenBoxOutlet.com. Well, this is the reason Toby Kerrigan plays a tough schedule. He wants his people to get used to playing in tough ball games. And this is one of the toughest environments you will play in. Later on down the road, the Lions are going to be going to Whitburn, and you're going to see almost the same type of environment to play there. That'll be coming up in the early part of December. Collinsworth will go line right. Collinsworth in the ball game has not been to the line. Number 45 on the back of the sophomore's jersey. Put it up and in. Collinsworth now has 14 in the ballgame. 6 of 11 from the field. 1 of 3 from three-point range. Second one by Collinsworth. 
up and good again. Collinsworth has been one of the bright spots in this ballgame. Inbound pass, pressure put on by the Lions, stole by Cluxton. Cluxton top of the circle. Lions down by 16, 64-48. Bounce pass to Collinsworth. They get it off to Kohler. Long three by Jack, missed it off the back iron. Rebound tapped outside, taken away by Kohler. Up the floor, Jones laid it up too hard. Rebound and a foul is going to be called on Cluxton. They're going to say Cluxton got a hand on Jones, and that's his first. His first and the fourth against the Lions as a team. Don't forget Saturday afternoon, Heartland Conference Championship game, the Mount and Rose Holman, both 6-0 in the conference. Game time, 1.30, 1 o'clock with the kickoff, or with the pregame show, excuse me, Chuck Murray and I. Bring that to you. Jones hit the free throw. Austin is back into the ball game. So is Gardner, leaving Collinsworth and Kohler. Jones has got five in the contest. From line left, right hands it up and in. Now he has six. And it's 66-48, the Lions down by 18 again. With it. On the right side is Austin, top of the key, Cluxton, back off to Totten. Totten against the man-to-man, -man, hands it off to Turner, Turner top of the key for the three, got it! Turner has got six speed all game, and it's 66-51. Lays it two from outside here tonight. Comer, right wing, tried to go to Jones, went through his hands, chasing it down near the timeline, and then hands it off to Redmond. Redmond around a pick by Jones, Boy, Cluxton smacked right into it. And Redmond took it all the way to the hole and laid it up and in. Redmond was 17, and he just went unopposed to the bucket. 68-51 Lions. Down by 17. Totten off on the right-hand side. Totten hands it off to Turner. Turner between the legs, dribble, top of the circle. Drives right of the lane, all the way to the hole. Reverse left, good! Boy, he put on some moves there. Turner's got eight. Nice move to the bucket. 68-53. We'll get a station ID for you here. Coming up next, dead ball. With the top of the circle. It goes off to Bucillin, out of Red. Redmond left elbow. Lost his footing. Now gets it back. Got the ball knocked away. Stolen by Turner. Turner with it up the floor. It's two on two. Out into the right corner. Now back out. To Austin for three, no good, and the rebound taken down by Jones. Boy, that would have been a big, big help for the Lions. Up the floor, left wing, Comer. Comer for Wabash, down to the baseline, locks it out of bounds. You are listening to Mount St. Joseph Radio Network on WDTC, LPSN 98.1 in Delhi, and UltimateSportsTalk.com. 12.44 left to go. 68-53, Lions get the ball back. After the fifth turnover of the ball game. Lions have committed 10 turnovers in this contest. And Wabash has picked up 17 points off those 10 turnovers. With the plucks at the top of the key, Dave Gardner. Gardner looks back door, kicks it off on the left-hand side, Turner. Turner back down on the baseline to Gardner. Gardner at the right of the lane, now backs inside the lane into the paint against Jones. Stops, got him up in the air, shot blocked out of the air. Ball loose on the floor and a foul is going to be called on Jones. And the foul is going to be called. 
against Toby Kerrigan, urging Gardner to just go ahead and shoot the ball. He's pump faking. Jones up in the air so much that the official was not going to give him the benefit of the doubt on it. 68-53, 12-15 to go. Into the front court on the right-hand side is Redmond. Redmond. Beatty's out on the floor now, and so is Gavin Shipper. Shipper back into the contest, now McCorkle back out to Beatty. Beatty left to the lane, spins into the lane, he walked with the basketball. That'll be the sixth turnover of the ball game. we're under 12 minutes to go in the contest. With it is Turner. Turner's going to run the point now. Cluxton goes down to a wing. Turner, center circle, around a pick by Gardner. Turner's going to drive the lane, laid it up with the right hand, got it partially blocked, pulled out of the air. Brings it up the floor, off to Beatty. Beatty, top of the key, right of the lane, shut off by Cluxton. Now back out to the free throw line, goes over to Oracle, back down on the left baseline to Redmond for three, backed it off the back iron, no. Rebound loose and a foul will be called against who? Kyle Brummett in the official's face wanting to know who the foul is going to be called on. And it's going to be called against Styles McCorkle. That'll be his third. Official said he grabbed Cotton and just pulled him away from getting the ball as it was going out of bounds. 11.28 left. 68.53. Bringing it up is Cluxton. Cluxton with the right hand dribble. Gets a bounce pass over to Nate Gardner. Gardner guarded by Shipper. Gardner picks up the basketball. Can't find anyone. Now off to Cluxton. 14 on the shot clock. Still plenty of time. Gardner hands it off to Totten. Three-pointer left of the circle. Nope. Rebound taken down by Gardner. Got the ball knocked out of bounds. Boy, they are calling nothing underneath down here on the mount end of the floor. Anytime the Lions are going up for a shot, they're getting hit across the arm and getting no calls. Now Collinsworth is going to come in. No rush to the scorer's table and come in. And leaving is Totten. Lions will have the basketball out underneath their own bucket. 19 on the shot clock. Gardner will put it in play. Gardner looking, inbounds it into the corner to Collinsworth. Bad place for him, but he gets it off to Cluxton. Cluxton right wing. Cluxton drives inside the lane. Kicks it off on the left-hand side to Austin. Now back to Cluxton. Over to Turner. Turner right wing. Crossover dribble right baseline. He's going to put up the reverse lamp. Left hand. Good. Boy, this kid is playing You talk about difficult shots, and he's putting them down. He's got 10. And it's 68-55. Lions may have a duo here in Turner and Collinsworth. Which is top of the circle. Lob pass underneath. It goes to Shippert. Shippert in against Collinsworth. Put it up. No. Partially blocked. Shippert got it back. Off to McCorkle. Long three left of the circle. No. Collinsworth couldn't get a handle on it. Tipped it outside, though. It goes to Austin. Now that's Turner. Turner with a 13-point disadvantage. Staring him in the face. Off to Cluxton. Bounce pass to Collinsworth. Right block. Collinsworth backing in on the baseline. Reverse land by Luke. Collinsworth 17 in the ball game. And don't look now. The Lions are down by 11. And we're halfway through the second half. Homer, right wing. 
timeout. 9.41 left to go in the ballgame. Your score from Wabash. It is the Little Giants 68, the Mount 57 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue and DelhiBarbers.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Dave Mitchell right back here at Wabash where the Lions now are down by 11-68 to 57 to the Wabash Little Giants. The Lions have outscored Wabash in the second half, 22 to 16. They're shooting a more conventional 47% from the field, but they're holding Wabash to just 31% from the field on 4 of 13 in this second half of action. They're handling the pressure by the Little Giants a lot better than they had in the first half. McCorkle, Shepard, Beatty, Busilla, and Comer on the field for Wabash. Gardner, Cluxton, Collinsworth, Austin, and Turner on the floor for the Lions. Wabash with the basketball. Comer on the right wing. Goes to Busilla, top of the key, off on the left wing to Comer. Top side Busilla again, they're giving Redmond a break. Off to McCorkle, right wing three, no good. Rebound taken down by Shepard though. Shepard inside against Collinsworth, laid it up on the rim, won't go. Rebound tipped around, Collinsworth got the rebound. Well, I'll tell you what, he's not gonna jump very high for him, but he takes up a lot of space in the lane. Around a pick, Turner, top of the key. Top of the key, three, no. Rebound, Collinsworth, one dribble, right side, got it! Collinsworth with 19. Lions have cut it into single digits for the first time since the 10-minute mark of the first half. It is 68-59. Top of the key, Comer, all the way to the hole, put it up, no! Rebound, Turner. Turner gets it up the floor to Cluxton. Cluxton now spins it out at the right wing. Back to Turner, top of the key, Gardner. Gardner looking, he's gonna drive the lane. Stops right of the lane. Now gets it back out front, Collinsworth, pump fakes, gets it on the back door to Austin, stops, looks outside, the Collinsworth for the three, Luke, got it! Collinsworth with 22, 68-62, Lions down by six. They were down by 19 earlier in the game. Comer, right wing goes to Beatty. Beatty around a pick by the corner. Now back outside to Glenton, put it up from three. Oh, what a big shot. By Shepard. Shepard got the three and it's a nine point lead. And now with that, Wabash is gonna take a timeout. Shepard hits the three. It's now a nine point Wabash lead. 8.01 to go in this first half, or in the second half, excuse me. Now Wabash 71 and Mount St. Joseph 62 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern. 
for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike and wishbonetavern.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, honestly, the Lions have just caught fire at the right time, and they have pulled themselves back into this 71 to 62. They had it down to six, and then Shippard hit the long three. And right now, Wabash, in a game that they might have thought was easily put in the left-hand column, now is something that they're going to have to fight for. This is one of those times where the Lions are going to have to really suck it up and play good defense. We heard Willard Cluxton say before the ball game, this team's going to hang its hat on defense. This is where they've got to do it. They're down by nine. They need the ball back. They need to stop Wabash when they get the ball back. Lions will have it. Austin will put the ball in play. Austin, the freshman, puts it in play, and Wabash it brings Redmond back into the ball game. They need him back, and he comes in, and he's putting on pressure as Cluxton brings it across the timeline. Bounce pass, Dane Gardner. Gardner with it, hands it off to Turner. Turner to the right of the lane, back out to Totten. Totten put up a three, and a foul is going to be called on McCarkle, and Totten will go line right, shooting three free throws. Well, you had to wonder there for a second if the official was going to call that play, but he did. So Totten will go line right. Alex, seven points in the ball game. He is one for two. Check that, zero for zero from the line, and he put it up and in. Totten now with eight. Alex, three for four from the field, line right. Put up the second one, got that one too. And now he gets the third. Lions down by seven, make it six. Totten with 10. Lions down by six, 71-65. Pressure put on Turner against Redmond. Redmond stop and go dribble, brings it across the timeline. In the center circle, left wing got the ball knocked away, but Beatty got it back. Back out front to Redmond. Redmond with 15 on the clock. Redmond. Gets the top of the circle, picked up by Gardner on the switch. Right wing, Jones. Jones gets it down, back out to McCarkle, back out to Jones for the long three short. Rebound, Cluxton. Cluxton got hit, fell to the floor, kept his footing, and now he'll bring it up. Cluxton will bring it across the timeline. Lions down by six. Bounce pass, Gardner. Gardner with the top of the circle. Gardner with it. He's going to drive right of the lane to the right elbow. Spins to his right. Drives right side. Now left side of the lane. Back out to Cluxton. Nine on the clock. Bounce pass to Gardner between the circles. Hands it off to Austin. Pulls up 17-footer. Got it! Austin with four. Lions down by four. 71-67. A lot of basketball left. 6.40 to go. In the ball. Bring it up, Isola, all the way to the floor. Lays it up, no good. Rebound off the rim, and the rebound taken down by Austin. Now to Cluxton. Up the floor, left wing. It goes to Totten for three. Around the rim. That thing was halfway down and came out. And it's pulled out of the air by Isola. Now to Redmond. 
trying to jump. Ball knocked free. Ball loose on the floor. Jump ball will be called. And it will go back to Wabash. On the alternating jump ball. Lions had it to start the second half. So Wabash will get it back. 6.19 to go. Trey Dunn's going to check into the ballgame now for the Lions. And he's going to give Willard Cluxton a breather. Boy, the Lions... This is one of those games like they would do last year. They'd be down early and fight themselves back in it and then couldn't go over the hump. This is one of those tests with a Bucilla. Bucilla lays it up and in. Bucilla's got seven in the ball game. Lions down by six again. Austin, now to Turner. Bounce pass Gardner, got the ball knocked free. Just a lazy pass from Turner to Gardner. And now Wabash, they're going to call a foul, I believe, on the Lions. And that's going to be on Trey Dunn. No, check at Gardner. Gardner is going to be called for his fourth foul. And now Collinsworth is going to come back into the ballgame, and Gardner's going to have to leave with those four fouls. Gardner started out hot, had six points in the first half, but he has not scored since then. Inbounds pass made to Busilla, now back to Redmond. Redmond, right of the lane, hands it off to Jones. Now left side to Beatty, top of the key, McCorkle. Drives in against Collinsworth, spins into the lane with the left hand. Nope, rebound, Collinsworth. And now to Turner. Turner with 5.45 to go. Turner with it between the circles. Gets it on the right-hand side to Austin. Austin looking inside, back out to Dunn. Dunn with it inside the center circle, 15 on the clock. Gets it off to Collinsworth. Collinsworth top of the circle with his back to the basket. Now off to top. Bounce pass to Collinsworth. Right of the lane. Collinsworth trying to spin to the baseline. Does. Five on the shot clock. Right hand hook shot. Good. Collinsworth's got 24. It's a four-point lead again. 5-12 to go in the ball game. Wabash with the lead in the ball. Redmond with it on the right-hand side. Dribbles left of the lane now. Switched off on Collinsworth. He's going to take him to the hole. Laid it up. Got it. And he's fouled by Dunn. Dunn will get hit with the foul. And Redmond, who has really been a thorn in the line side all night long, picks up his 19th point. And when we come back, he will go for his 20th. Five minutes exactly left to go in this game. Your score, Wabash 75, the Mount 69 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and BearcatStorage.com. Boy, what a rally the Lions have put forward in this one. And they are down by a score of 75-69. to 69. 
They have outscored Wabash 34-23 in this second half and held them to 32% from the field shooting. And Wabash also is just 2 of 10 from three-point range for 20%. Five minutes exactly left to go in this game. Lions will have two timeouts left. Going line left will be Redmond. Redmond so far in the ballgame has only scored 19 points. 7 of 11 from the field, 4 of 8 from three-point range, and he's 1 for 2 from the line. And he'll look to complete the three-point play and give Wabash a seven-point lead again. They lead it by six right now. Redmond line left, eyes it, shoots it, missed it, spun it off the back iron, and the rebound taken down by Totten. Totten picked up two rebounds tonight. With it, done. Off to Collinsworth. Collinsworth gets it off to Turner. Turner around a pick by Collinsworth. Top of the key, stops, shoots the long three around the rim, new, and the rebound taken down by Jones. This is the time when the Lions would lose their composure a year ago. Top of the key, Jones for three, nope. Rebound taken down by McCorkle. Left wing, Beatty for three, no good. Rebound taken down by the Lions again. And a foul is going to be called on Wabash underneath as they push Totten off on the rebound. And that's going to be on McCorkle. his third. Now, Toby Carrington is going to roll the dice. He's taking out Austin and bringing in Dane Gardner with four fouls. Cluxton is going to come in, and Trey Dunn leaves the ball game. So it's Gardner, Cluxton, Turner, Collinsworth, and Cott on the floor for the Lions. Down by six. Cluxton will bring it up across the timeline, hounded by Redmond. Redmond with his hand on Cluxton's hip. Off to Collinsworth. Left wing Turner. Hook pass underneath to Gardner. Gardner right of the lane. Dribbles it up to the left elbow. Now gains it off to Turner. Turner stops outside the three-point arc left wing. Eight on the clock. Now to Collinsworth. Backing into the bucket. Put it up on Jones. No good, but a foul is going to be called on Jones. Jones bodied up just a little too much. Or did they call that on? Uh, check that. I believe they called that on Redmond instead of Jones coming in from the weak side. And they did, and that'll be the first foul on Edrice Redmond. Collinsworth line right, down by six. Shoots it a guy. Collinsworth with 25. Lions down by five. The closest they've been in the second half is four. 75-70. Right now. 4.04 remaining. Second one by Collinsworth. Good again. He has 26 in the ballgame. 75-71. And a foul is going to be called on Turner. On Redmond bringing the ball up the floor. Lions are already over the limit. So Redmond will be going to the free throw line. What a game this has been. It looked like Wabash was just going to blow the Lions right out of the gymnasium in the first half. And then the Lions stiffened up their defense. Line left will be Redmond. Redmond in the ball game, one of three from the line. And he goes line left. 4-0-1 remaining. Put it up. No good. Rebound on Cologne and one. Taken down by Totten. Totten gets it off to Gardner. Gardner top of the circle. Hands it off to Collinsworth. Way out front near the center circle. Collinsworth now to Turner. Turner 
dribble around a pick by Collinsworth. Still with the dribble, 3.44, 10 on the shot clock. Off to Collinsworth. Collinsworth kicks it off to Gardner. Gardner spins left to the lane. Goes up for the left hand left. Got the ball knocked free. Out of bounds. Back to Wabash. Toby Kerrigan telling Gardner you should have just went straight up for it. 3.33 remaining. 75-71. Little Giants with the lead in the ball. Comer back into the ball game. Comer left of the circle. Now top of the key to Jones. Right wing Redmond. Redmond dribbles in against Cluxton. Got a step on him. Back inside the lane to McCorkle. Spun into the lane. Walk no call. Rebound Collinsworth. Gets it off to Cluxton. Ball knocked free. Picked off the air by Collinsworth. Now gets it off to Totten. Totten will bring it into the front court. Totten out of Collinsworth. Lions can cut it to two. Within his turn. All the way to the hole. Off the glass. Missed everything. Too hard. Rebound to Redmond. Redmond up the floor. Crossover dribble. And a foul is going to be called. Offensive foul. Called against Wabash on McCorkle as he came up and just threw. Willard Cluxton to the floor, and that's going to be the fourth on McCorkle. Boy, oh boy, what a final 254 this is going to be. Cluxton up the right side in front of the scorer's table, right in front of us. Now back to the center circle. Redmond knocked the ball away from Cluxton. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll go back to the Lions. They'll put it in play. Back to three-quarter court on the far side. 19 on the shot clock. 2.42 on the game clock. Wabash was the D3 semifinalist a year ago. Lions trying to get where they are with the Turner. Turner right of the lane. Stops. Kicks it out right baseline to Gardner for the three. Got it! Gardner hit the three. The Lions have caught the one. It's 75-74. Gardner with nine. He never shoots threes. He did that time at Bandit. With it is Redmond. Lob pass. Knocked away and a foul is going to be called on Collinsworth. 2.15. Collinsworth reaching in trying to knock away the ball. Both teams with eight personal fouls. Both teams will be shooting one and one the rest of the way. 2.15 to go. Lions down by a point. 75-74. Jones line left. Jones in the ball game. Two for two from the line. Got it. Jones has got seven and it's a two-point lead. Jones did not start the ball game. He came in off the bench. Eyes it from line left. Number 33 puts it up and in. Amani Jones with eight. It's 77-74. Turner the other way from left to right for the Lions. Down by three. Turner between the legs. Dribble top of the circle. Around a pick by Collinsworth. Left of the lane. Now backs it outside the arc. Turner over to Cluxton. Cluxton with it left of the lane. Bounce pass goes to Collinsworth down on the low block. Turn around, fall away, five-footer, got it! Say hello to college basketball, Luke Collinsworth. He's got 28, and it's 77-76. Lions down by a point, a minute 40 to go. Redmond, top of the key, McCorkle. Right wing, Redmond. Off to Jones, right of the lane. Reverse layup, laid it up and in. Boy, a big layup by Jones. It's a three-point lead again. A minute 29 to go in the ballgame. Lions 
stop, spots it for five, got it. Turner with 12, it's a one point ball game again. 79-78, 110 to go. Off on the right side, Redmond. Redmond around a pick by Jones. Redmond right wing, tried to get it past to Jones, knocked away, Jones got it back, 15 footer no, but Wabash got the rebound, McCorkle got it, shot clock resets to 20, back outside to Redmond, one minute to go, 53 seconds to go, 53 seconds, with the Redmond, all the way to the hole, later up, no, rebound again, Comer got the rebound, it resets to 20 again, Comer with it, Comer with a one point lead in the ball, time out, Wabash, 38.6 seconds to go. There'll be 13 on the shot clock. Your score is Wabash, 79. The Mount, 78. On the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything? Right here on Earth. And we are going to interrupt this PSA because we are getting back to action. That was just a 30-second timeout taken by Wabash. Comer will put the ball at play. Comer, sideline, all the way over to the other side. Comer's going to put it in play in the front court. 13 on the shot clock. Inbound to McCorkle. Top of the key, Redmond. That's who they want to have the ball. Redmond, double team, stops right of the lane. Now back off to Jones. Jones, dump pass underneath. Oh, 27.5 to go, and they're going to put they're going to put some time on the clock. Lions will get pretty much a free timeout. They're going to put 28.8 on the clock. I'm not sure the Lions have any timeouts left. Nope, they got one timeout left. Toby just asked the scores table. They got one timeout left. 28.8 to go. Lions are down by three. 81-78. Cluxton will put the ball in play. Full court pressure put on by Wabash. They want to force the Lions to use some time. Turner into the front court. Timeout Lions. They'll use their last one. 23.6 left to go in the ball game. Your score. It's now Wabash 81. Mount St. Joseph 78 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. YPD Pizza for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road and NYPDPizza.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. All right, during that timeout, we checked. Lions have 
one thirty second timeout remaining. They have one thirty left. It is a three point Wabash lead, 81-78, with 23.6 seconds to go. The shot clock is off. Lions can hold the ball and take the last shot. Now you know if they take that shot and they miss it, they'll be fouling right away. Wabash has got timeouts left, but we don't know how many they have for sure. 23.6 left to go. Totten will put the ball in play right in front of us. Lions looking to put it in play in the front court. No shot clock, it's off. Totten inbounds it near the timeline, off to Turner. Turner gets a bounce pass to Collinsworth. Collinsworth now looks on the right side, gets it off to Turner. Turner now is going to reset the offense. They're going to pull it back out. Ten seconds to go. Collinsworth now to Totten. The Collinsworth long three. He got fouled. No call. And it's good. Gardner stole the ball. Gets it off to Cluxton. Fall away three-pointer from the corner. No good. And the game is over. Cluxton got fouled on the shot. No call on the three-pointer. He should be going to the line looking to tie. But the Lions in a valiant effort here tonight lose it by three, 81 to 78 to the Wabash Little Giants. What a game here this evening by the Mount and Wabash to open up this season. Your final score here tonight, Wabash 81, Mount St. Joseph 78.